Hello, hello. This is Josh Banner with the Invitation Podcast. I have two updates that I'd like you to be aware of. First of all, I wanted to let you know the sad and the bittersweet, the awkward, and yet, and yet, the exciting news that after two years with Harder White Ministries this past December, I've decided to step down from my position as the Associate Director for Spiritual Formation. I will explain more about that in just a bit. First, I wanted to give one last plug for the Church Leaders Contemplative Prayer Retreat, February 7th and 8th at Camp Geneva. You know, I've been in some form of ministry most of my life, and I know many pastors And today, many of my friends are in what we might call professional, full-time, paid ministry positions. And a good handful of my own directees, the people that I meet with in spiritual direction to have prayerful conversations, several of these people are in ministry as well. And the question I've had all this time is, who is it that pastors the pastors? Who nurtures the nurturers? If you look on the internet, you'll find some horrifying statistics about the number of pastors who are leaving ministry every year. But you also find some pushback from other websites that argue that these statistics are not properly backed up with the right kind of evidence. And in my own discernment, I do tend to agree that things are not as bad in the church as many claim they are. God is not dead. The church is not almost dead either in North America. But on the other hand, I do agree that the church is in a kind of transition. Yet if we stop and think about it, the church has always and always will be in transition. I touched on this in my end comments of the last episode with Sharon Garlow Brown, that faith is a journey very much like a labyrinth. And following the twists and turns of a faith journey is often bewildering and even treacherous. When it comes to the faith journey of a church, a gathered body of Jesus followers, it's the church leaders, the pastors, who often bear much of this wear and tear of this faith journey. So in my experience, most pastors are either exhausted or they're isolated. And unfortunately, some are both. And there is a school of thinking. There are some people who assume that this is what ministry is all about. They say that leaders will inevitably be isolated and exhausted. The voice sounds like this. Suck it up, church leader. You should just trust God more. You can't be weak because people are depending on you. And so pastors, church leaders, They feel vulnerable and even embarrassed when considering their own spiritual health. So my question is, how can a pastor be weak just like the rest of us? How can a pastor freely ask for help from others and ask for help from God? So the question again is, who pastors the pastors? Where can they go for nourishment? In the last episode, Sharon explained this. To the love of God. 
you know, for so many years, Josh, I lived, um, my prayer was to be useful. Mm. And that was my particular addiction in mm. ministry, because if I'm useful, then I'm important. Mm -hmm. And I, I can remember for years just wearing myself out, just wanting to be that conduit through which God was flowing to bless everyone else. Mm -hmm. And God turned the image upside down and said, you know, Sharon, it's not conduit, it's reservoir. Mm -hmm. And so you drink deeply first, and out of the abundance of the life you receive from me, that will flow out mm -hmm. to others. So the question is the same for the pastors, the church leaders, as it is for you and me. How do we push against Russian busyness? How do we create time and space for God? And that's simply what this retreat's about. I've asked Sharon to co-lead this contemplative prayer retreat. It's again February 7th and 8th at Camp Geneva on Lake Michigan. And it should be clear that neither Sharon nor I claim to be spiritual masters poised to revolutionize the life of any church leader. Yet, as spiritual directors, she and I have discerned a gift and a desire to create a sacred space where people who are hungry for God can find the presence and the guidance of the Holy Spirit. So the retreat will look like this. There will be four 30 to 40 minute guided prayer sessions. Sharon and I will offer some group prayer exercises. We'll each do a little teaching, just a little tiny bit in order to make some suggestions about how you can use the rest of your time. We're gonna encourage most of the retreatants to spend their time in silence and solitude, so there's not gonna be a lot of group interaction. This retreat is for you and for God. Sharon and I then, toward that end, will be offering 30-minute sessions in spiritual direction for those that would like that resource as well. So we still have a few more weeks for you to register. If you're not a church leader and you're listening and thinking that this could really be helpful for you, you know, if you'd like to come, send me an email and let's talk. If you're a church leader and would like to come but just can't afford the retreat, you don't have it in your church budget, you should email me too. Yesterday, I just had someone give us some extra money for the retreat. And if you sense a drawing of the Spirit, to do this, then let's see if we can find a way to make this retreat happen for you. Now, the second point regarding my departure from Harderwijk. I do have tremendous thankfulness in my heart for the trust and the support of the Harderwijk community, for the way that these good people have embraced my teaching, retreats, my passions, and most of all, my friendship. Pastor Dominic Palacios was kind and courageous in inviting me to join the Hardawike staff in the first place. And without Pastor John Burden, I wouldn't even be doing this podcast. The podcast and even this church leader's retreat were both his ideas. I want everyone to know that Dominic and John are two amazing Bible teachers. They are two wonderful men, and I am sad to not get to interact with them weekly. But quite simply, I need to move on from Hardawike because I was on the verge of becoming filled with the hurry and the busyness that this podcast is trying to encourage us against. You know, I've lived that way in the past. It's fair to say that I was even addicted to busyness. Like Sharon, I too thought, you know, if I'm useful, then I must be important. And even worse, I thought the extent of my usefulness was measured by the intensity of my busyness. I thought, you know, if I'm really busy, 
then I must be really useful and therefore really, really important. So in my decision to step away from Hardawike, I'm choosing to slow down, to do less rather than more. And further, I'm needing to create some room for what is growing in this ministry of spiritual direction, especially how it is affecting my time in the prisons. Last Sunday night, I led worship at the E.C. Brooks Correctional Facility in Muskegon. I want you to imagine with me, 150 to 200 incarcerated men singing to God at the top of their lungs. I led with one prisoner singing harmonies and the other one was playing some acoustic lead. We had about 30 minutes to prepare before the service. For the last two years, I've gotten to know a group of about 30 to 40 of these men really well, and I've fallen in love with them. These prisoners are the outcasts of our society, and yet they are beautiful and hungry, and they are open to God. I want so much to be able to take microphones into the prison and to get these men involved in leading meditations for the Invitation Podcast. And then, of course, there is this podcast. The podcast will continue on its own. In fact, a proper website should be up in the next month that will feature some other resources for you. And that is what spiritual direction and what this podcast are for. These are resources for you. It's a way to extend Jesus' very personal invitation to you as we consider together what is stirring inside of you. What do you desire? What are you hungry for? One of my instructors at Fuller is a lovely South African man named Trevor Hudson. Trevor, of course, spends lots of time in airports, and he's thought about that announcement that you hear. Do not leave your belongings unattended. Trevor's thought about that and decided to change the phrase to, do not leave your longings unattended. The Invitation Podcast, the Gospel Invitation, is for you to consider your longings. Jesus asks us, what do you want? What do you desire? Please understand that I love going to the prison, not because I want to go have a tremendous impact on the poor, sad men inside there. It's very much the opposite. I go to the prisons because I see Jesus in these men, and I long for the Jesus inside of them. When we meet together, God appears in our midst, and the Spirit speaks in and through each of us. So yes, what are you then longing for? What do you hunger for? Is Jesus, his presence and kingdom just a nice idea that is only distant and far away? Or do you hear Jesus closely speaking a word of invitation into your heart and soul for you to come closer, to, to come to him more open and willing? So I leave you with a favorite quote attributed to a Jesuit priest named Father Pedro Urupe. These words so well express the invitation of Jesus, the spirit that I want for this podcast. 
nothing is more practical than finding God that is falling in love in a quite absolute and final way. What you are in love with, what seizes your imagination, will affect everything. It will decide what will get you out of bed in the morning, what you do with your evenings, how you spend your weekends, what you read, who you know, what breaks your heart, and what amazes you with joy and gratitude. Fall in love, stay in love, and it will decide everything. Amen. Amen.